Hey, hey, friends. Welcome to Let's Have Tea. I'm your host, Rebecca. This is a place that you can meet up with some friends to grow in God's Word. It's a place to slow down in life. A place that you can soak in God's presence while you sip on your hot cup of coffee, hot glass of tea, or even a glass of Coke. But why tea? Why did I choose Let's Have Tea? Think about a tea bag. If you're making tea and the longer you leave that tea bag in that hot water, the stronger it's going to get. God's Word tells us in Psalms 27, 14, wait for the Lord, be strong, and let your heart be courageous. Wait for the Lord. The longer we remain in His Word, the longer we remain in His presence, the stronger we are going to get. So join us as we go through each day just learning about God, learning more of His Word and more more of His character and just stepping out in faith and taking Him at His Word. Hey friends, happy Father's Day. It's Sunday's Monday with my husband and pastor, Tony Morian. Happy Father's Day. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. It's been a it's been a pretty fast-paced day. Very fast. Yeah, but it's been a good day. It has. Um, so how was your day? My day was good. We uh we got surprised and TJ and Amber and Cadison come up and uh they come up yesterday. And Amber's mom and uh, Terry, Amber's mom, came up with them. And they come up yesterday, and they stayed in the motel out at the interstate. And then this morning, they, they came to church, and that's the first time Cadison's been to church with us. To where church, she could, church, right. Where she could run around right. and, and and just be steal a, your, a little um, girl. Steal your thunder. Yeah, she just pretty much had everybody's <laughs> attention. And uh, then we went to eat You can do that when you're 18 and, months old. Yeah. And the pastor's granddaughter. Yeah, exactly. And we went to eat lunch. And uh, then after that, we went to visit your parents, your dad. Mm-hmm. And it just happens. It, every, every time I get, get get to their house, it's just so relaxing. I take a nap. You've been doing that for 32 years. 32 years now. I don't want to break that Something street. about... And it's not even the same furniture. No. Not even the same no. house. No. It's three houses. And it happens every time. <laughs> it's just that I'm comfortable. Yeah. It's just, they make me comfortable. and I just You must be comfortable everywhere you go. Well, that is true. But not church. You no. don't go to sleep in church. No, I haven't. And I, it's been a really long time since I slept in church. <laughs> <laughs> okay, folks. We're not going to lie. This isn't uh, scripted. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to lie. Everybody... At that one moment or another, has been sleepy. I remember, uh, oh my goodness, I went and preached the uh, sunrise service on Easter, and we was up late that Saturday night. I went and preached the sunrise service that morning, and then we went to church to worship with, uh, I guess, another church family that we had, and oh, I was so sleepy. And then there was somebody that come up to me. They said, you're tired, aren't you? I said, yeah, I'm, I'm tired. I, 
I'm pretty exhausted. And they said, I could tell I kept waiting on you to go to sleep. I said, oh my goodness. <laughs> they must have known you well. Yeah. So what was it like preaching a Father's Day service and seeing your son, our son, yeah, and standing in that line at the end of service receiving Father's Day gifts and you're standing next to your son that's now a father. That's pretty unique. That's pretty unique. But to be 6'3", XXX pounds, he, um, that little 20-pound curly-headed little girl will make him melt in a heartbeat. She's got him wrapped around her fingers, whatever she wants. But Pop is like that, too, whatever she wants. I can't tell her no. Right. And if it if somebody does have to tell her no, it's going to be somebody else and not me. Right. Yeah. That's what I, t- I said. I'll only tell her no if she's going to hurt herself. Yeah. But other than that. We're, we're, we're doomed to spoil her. Right. It's okay, though. That's what grandparents do. That's what BB and Pop Pop does. Yeah. So, tell us what your message was about today. My message was about husbands and wives. (laughs) And we started out like that, talking about husbands and wives. And then we went to fathers and father figures and people that that's a father figure and and, and and young people and older people's lives and understanding what it is about being a father, even if it's not your biological child, understanding what God expects of us because he expects us to be that father figure to everybody, not only our children, but the people that's around our children, the young people, the older people, even the parents of the kids that's around our children, we're supposed to be a a, a father figure. And, and to do that, we've got to be a, a God figure in all of that. And if we're not that God figure, they don't see Christ in everything that we do. And I don't know if I portrayed this or I... I said it the way it should have been said this morning because there's so much going on. But that's what the whole message was about that I had planned. Not, I, you know, what, what, whatever God done, I had to go back and watch it and listen to it. But uh, being that God figure in other people's lives, that's, that's the most uh, important thing because our Heavenly Father... Our Heavenly Father, He is always there for us, no matter what. Right. And if 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 we use the example that God has given us, and that's Jesus living a perfect, sinless life, and we strive to do that in everything that we do, and we're trying to live that godly life. And you started out in Ephesians, the scripture that says, Husbands, love your wives. As Christ loved the church. Yeah. And if men... Well, actually, I started with wives loved your husband. Didn't I? I don't have my notes with me. But if 
if we if if men because they're the 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 head of the house right they're the leader and when husbands love their wives as Christ loved the church they're going to they're destined to be a good father right Right, and I did start with wives. Uh, love your husbands as Christ loved the church, and then I went to the husbands. Love your wives as Christ loved the church, and the reason I done that because I didn't want to leave anybody out. There was lots of people there this morning. It was, and I wanted to make sure that as long as not only the daddies but the mothers too, as long as we're all living that That's right. that life. Like Christ. Right. And well, when you're loving me like Jesus loves the church, like he loves his body of believers. Right. And if I'm loving you that same way, we're destined to be. <laughs> I, I don't say good parents, but we're it. We're going to be, I think we raised TJ to the best of our ability. Right. But he's, he knows that we loved each other. And it's just setting a good example because I think if if I don't love you or you don't love me or we don't love each other. And we're always fussing and arguing and, and fighting. How can we be a good mama and how can we be a good daddy? Right, right. And TJ's biggest thing, and I told this story in church this morning, his biggest thing, when he turned 18, he wasn't going to be a drug baby. Yeah, scared us both. Yeah. A drug kid. A drug kid, that's it. And we didn't know what he was talking about, but he was talking about being drugged to church and drug over here and he drug over there. He had been drugged all his life. He had been drugged his whole life going to God things. But I'm so thankful that we did that because he's understanding now. Right. It's 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 a it's it's a different perspective now. And it took a little five pound, four ounce, tiny baby, premature girl. Yeah. For him to. I'm a daddy now. Yeah, it's time for me to drag that baby where. That's right. Where I was drugged to. That's right. Yeah. So. And and. And one of the biggest things as uh, parents, as fathers, is understanding that we don't have to be perfect. Right. We don't have to be perfect, and that's one of the one of the things I tried to make sure that everybody understood. And y'all got to understand this. This morning was a little tough because my grandbaby was there. She was running around, and I couldn't pay attention to her the whole time. But Because she's hollering, pop, pop, yeah, pop, I know. pop, pop, pop. <laughs> trying to stay focused on, on my message and what the Holy Spirit's telling me. And there was, there was another point I wanted to make. There is no new weapon that's formed against us will prosper. Nothing new. The devil don't have any more tricks up his mm-hmm. sleeve. The weapons will form, but they, they, they don't have to prosper. They don't have to prosper. So everything that the devil throws up, somebody has defeated it. That's right. 
It's not been paid for. It's not been defeated. Jesus crushed his head with his heel. So all we've got to do is always remember that, that everything that comes up against us, it's nothing new. It's not new. God has then paid that price for us. So all we got to do is receive what God has done for us. And nothing new will ever, ever uh, take control of our lives. It won't be at that point of uh, taking us back to somewhere where we once were. So we've got to be responsible enough to understand that, hey, that that attack is coming from the enemy and that enemy wants me to fail at everything that I do, but God wants me to prosper at everything. So mm-hmm. no f- weapon formed against us will ever prosper right. because God has done taking care of it. Right. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah. It does. Makes perfect sense now while we're sitting here at the table in your studio office. Well, you said when we we don't have to be <clears throat> excuse me, perfect in life. We don't have to we don't have to come across to our small children, you know, when they you know, like um teenagers, you know, yeah. early teen, preteen, because if they think well, we're perfect, that's just putting more stress <laughs> and pressure on them yeah. that they have to also be perfect because we're perfect. Yeah. You know, so so many times we relay that even though we are battling faults and whatever every day but we want to relay to our children now you need to you know you need to study for that test you need to hit a home run every time you get up to the plate you need to make a hundred on every test don't don't ever miss that ball right but what if god told us that yeah right you know well you didn't you didn't do this well enough you know so so when our children know it, and, and no matter what age, because if they understand, well, mom and daddy's not perfect because they told me that. Yeah. Then, because we're modeling our life after God. Yeah. Then none of that perfectionism, it's not going to matter. No. Because he will perfect all those things within us that we're not perfect at right (laughs) and but we just have to put one foot in front of the other and say okay here i am lord use me send me whatever whatever it takes and i'm willing to go right you're nothing about me is perfect but when i do things through you through jesus it's right there. Right. It's right there. We, uh, there was something else that I made this comment to you. I think it was Wednesday night when I heard it and I typed it out that, um, fathers, uh, oh, and I can't remember how it goes. Man, a man is not a better Christian if they know more scriptures. He just has a better memory. 
and I, I I tried to explain that this morning. I didn't say that line this morning because I didn't want people to uh, take it the wrong way. But even though we can't tell where the scriptures are, even though that we can't go to the Bible and just flop it open and, hey, here it is right here, we may have to look for it a little bit or dig for it a little bit to find it and to show it and to read it and study it. That don't mean that we're not being the best Christian that we can be. Right. Because God has made each one of us different, but still still perfect. Right. And we try the best we can. We try because that's the word has been put in us. The word God has put people in our lives that has helped us to understand how to live a life after God's own heart. Now, it is our responsibility to understand these scriptures, to learn them, to quote them, to know them, have them on the the tip of our tongue at all times so that we can just spew them out. It's our responsibility to do that. But I have a hard time remembering word for word. It doesn't make... If I knew... If I had 500 scriptures memorized... Yeah. Like, you know, not just, you know, just short, but I mean, you know, just line upon line, you know, or a whole chapter or whatever. Oh, you need 25 healing scriptures? Oh, well, here you go. You know, that doesn't make me any better of a Christian than it does someone that can't name one. Right. And, you know, they might know bits and pieces of one. Right. That's okay. But the thing about it, when those people can name those scriptures off and just boom, 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 there they are. Yeah. And they don't live them out. And I love how you did it this morning. You know, where is such and such, such and such? <laughs> they know the scripture. <laughs> that you God know, done, he showed out on that one. That you know, one was pretty just good. Just for example, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Well, where is that? Um, <laughs> you know, and, and I heard several men speak up, Yeah, you know, not, you, you might've been looking their way. I, I was, um, sidetracked with, the <laughs> with, with the baby, but, uh, you know, so I think, okay, well, I'm just as good a father as the preacher because he didn't know where that was, <laughs> you know, and I think that's just being honest. Right. Right. Because we're not perfect. By no means. Mother or father. No. Or or just, you know. And we strive to be the best we can be. Right. I mean, if, if, if you have learned scriptures, memorized scriptures, there's nothing wrong with that. I no, mean, that's, that's, that's great. That's tools that... in your arm. Right. That's that's. That's the offensive side of the armor. That's right. But if you know where, well, God so loved the world, um, yeah, that's John three sixteen. Right. You know, because you hear that one. But yeah, strive to memorize a handful of scriptures every week. But it doesn't make you any less saved or any less of a good mother, a good father. No. Because 
you're struggling. Well, is that in the New Testament or the Old Testament? You know? I was looking, actually, that, that, that brings up a great point because I was looking for uh, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. It's Isaiah 54, 17. And You'll always remember that. I will now. Uh, well, maybe. <laughs> but uh, in Psalms, I was I was looking through Psalms. I said, I know it's here. I know it's here. You were close. <laughs> but it wasn't. It was in it was in Isaiah. Mm-hmm. And Isaiah the prophet has got so much stuff oh. that we use that's relevant today. So, you know, it's there again. We're we're trying, we're striving to live the our best life that we can possibly live, honoring God. But you know, we're not perfect. That's because we have a perfect father. That's right. And if we will just submit to him, live our life chasing after him, doing our best to spend, if it's just 10 minutes, right. reading his word or like those little scripture cards. The studies cards. Yeah. Those prayer cards. You know, those, I mean, there's... Those little cards I have that I pray over every day. Yeah. And I read that scripture and I pray it. I pray that scripture out. So it will change your life. Yeah. And you will begin to... Oh, yeah, that's in Proverbs twenty-seven seventeen. You know, you'll start to remember... We hope things, anyway. Things like that. <laughs> yeah. But the scriptures, the actual words, right? the words are going to be put in your heart and in your mind and, and, and filed in your head. And that's what I was talking about this morning. I hope I got the point across. That scripture is put in you where it comes out. Mm-hmm. And even though you can't say if it's in Isaiah or Ephesians, that word right. is put in you. That's and one right. of the biggest things, the important things, is living that word out. That's right. Living that word out. There was another point I made this morning, and I know I'm rushing this up a little bit, but uh, there's some men that's possibly the only father figure in people's lives. And that right there, if we think about that hard enough and long enough, if God has put a child, it don't have to be a little kid. If God has put somebody in our path and it's like they pulling out of us and we're being that, that man figure in their life, that's a big responsibility right. because that's just like father in that person, even if it's an adult. Yeah. Well, I think about... Uh... When we were at the convenience store earlier. Yeah. You know, that crossing that you had. And um, so, yeah, it might be, you might be a mother figure, a father figure to someone at work. Right. That might be the same age as you, might be older than you. And that's, that's, that's a good point. But you can still be that spiritual mother, spiritual father, if they're... Elementary kids, junior high, high school, college, young adult, whatever. Even it doesn't matter. A, 
even if it's an older person, mm-hmm. as a new Christian, a baby Christian, yep. age doesn't really matter nope. then. Because when somebody is longing, <clears throat> clinging to God, right. and wanting more of God, they're going to find it. Right. And if and God puts you in their path, God is expecting you to be that father figure yeah. in their life until they can get to where they can be a father figure to somebody right. else. And you made that point earlier, you know, men and women, you might have not birthed a biological child. You might not be the father of a biological child. Right. But you can still be a mother or a father, which it was more about. I mean, it was all about Father's Day today. But you can still be, and I think fathers have a bigger, I don't want to say a bigger calling on their life, but. A responsibility. Right. The responsibility is greater. Right. Because you're not only leading your wife, but you've got all these little, these littles that you're responsible for and 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 not only that we're responsible for them we're expected to be the head of the household not hoping to be we're expected to be the head of the household because that's what god has called us to do that's right ain't no other way to say it yeah i mean that's just nip it in the bud that's it (laughs) i would hate to know when I got to the judgment day and I failed at being the father figure or the leader of the house or whatever God had for me to do and I failed. Bless you. <clears throat> but I would hate to know that I had to answer for that. Right. On judgment day. Right. That, that would be hard. Right. And so, yeah, we just, you know, you have to be, you have to be careful. You have to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. And, you know. We have to know that we know. Oh, God, did you, <laughs> did you put them on my path? You know, what am I supposed to do? But if you'll just, okay, Lord, who is it? Yeah. You know, you're going to have that burning and that tugging, you know, Almost like a heaviness, but not a bad heaviness. It's just, who is it? Who am I supposed to be? We uh, we got to meet the lady, not personally, but we got to meet the lady that played in the movie uh, War Room. Mm-hmm. And Aunt Clara. Aunt Clara. And I... Uh, Every once in a while on Facebook, somebody had put that little clip where she was praying at the end of that movie. And she said, Devil, we just kicked your butt. Send me somebody else. That's right. Send me somebody else. I think we need to watch that again. But when we have that mentality. That's right. Assignment's completed. Let's go to the next one. Each battle. When we finish that battle. And not all the good ones. You know, each battle that comes up. That's right. Kick the devil's butt and let's go on to the next That's one. That's right. But you got to have your coffee hot. <laughs> or your hot tea. Or your hot tea. That, that, that's, yeah, that, I'll take either. I, I kind of like this Coke. 
I'm trying. Pray, saints, pray. Oh, Lord. Um, I, I keep saying, and I, I mean, I have really stood on this scripture for several years now that God is wanting to do a new thing. It's just we want to be stuck in those old ways. And when those new things jump, when those new things jump, and and that's sort of uh, what's happening now because there's new things happening at the church, at at our church, because uh, we're having to do our music, our worship time different. We have been for quite a few months now. And... um, you know, just a different way of praying, being in authority when we pray, and you know those new things are happening right now, and not just at our church; they're all it's, over. Yeah, it's everywhere. Every, with, right in the middle of this pandemic, you know, everybody's doing things different, and there's still some churches that's not having church yet. Right. And this morning. This morning, we didn't have anybody outside. Mm-mm. Everybody was inside, but I kept looking out to make sure I didn't need to set that speaker outside. Right. Making sure that nobody was out there. So, you know, new things are happening. Everything is, is starting to change. We got to find that new normal in our lives. But to really give in to what God has for us. It is really time to step out and say, Here I am, Lord. Use me. Well, and just like you said, I kept looking out because we have one family that they're on the front line. Oh my goodness, yes. Um, they're right on and, the very on the on the battle line. Um two out of the 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 husband and the oldest, well, the daughter, um, well, and even the, I, well, all of them. All because, of them I mean, do. Yeah, they're all right uh, there. But because of their jobs, you know, so they just, they've been staying in their vehicle. But you said, I kept watching for them to drive up where I could open the door and set out the speaker. But how many times just in life, not at church, uh-huh. But just in life, are we, we have a spiritual blindness to watching for somebody. Do I need to set my speaker out where they can hear me? Oh, and wow. if I did set my speaker out, what are they going to hear? Yeah. That's good. So, you know, I looked at you one time before, I think the kids had just finished singing and I said, do we need to open that door? Are they out there? Yeah. Because it's easy to get um, sidetracked, so to speak. I mean, it's a busy world. And we could have easily let the door shut. Right. And they could have been out there. The whole time. The whole time. Or what if they would have been there 10 or 15 minutes? Well, I don't guess... They're not going to open, they're not going to allow us to come in. Not that they physically come into the building, but we didn't open up for them to come, you know, and be a part of our service. Right. But 
how many times are we at work or Walmart or Super One, the dollar store, the convenience store? Yeah. At a ball game. And we don't let our light shine there because we're spiritually blind to what's going on. Because we're at a ball game. Who wants to hear? <laughs> who wants to hear the word at a ball game? Well, if you sit near us, <laughs> you're gonna hear something. Right. You know, you're gonna hear what we talked about. You know, on the podcast or Bible study or because that's how we want to talk about. Right. So, but what if we didn't? Yeah. And what if we were sitting on those stands tomorrow night at the ball game? But we decided we wanted to talk. And they're like, they're the Morians. I want to see what they're talking about. Then we're talking about everybody in the town. Right. So. We're not showing love. We're showing hate. Then we're we're talking ugly because the game's being called wrong. Or uh, So people are watching whenever? because they... Well, I know they go to church. And you don't have to be a pastor of a church. No. No. Just because they know well, on Sunday mornings they're going to church. I've seen their car there. Yeah. So they're watching, but are we spiritually blind when we're outside of the church? What are we What are we doing when we're outside of the church? Are we being that father figure like God right. is? Or are we just letting things go? Letting the world take control of us and we doing what the world tells us to do. Will we be a, a spiritual father, spiritual mother at the ball game? Or are we going to be a heathen? Or just there for the popcorn? So We do like popcorn, though. I do like popcorn. They got some pretty good hamburgers down there, too. I don't know if I've ever had one. I think we have. No, yeah, yeah, we have. I remember because they had to cook them. They was in that box. I don't remember. But anything else you would like to add? No. Just remember, moms and dads, aunts, uncles, whatever you are, no new weapon formed against you will ever prosper because everything that the devil comes up with has done been defeated. That's right. So whatever it is. Well, that's when you raise a hallelujah and push on through. We raise a hallelujah. That's right. So any final words? I'm done. Well, I hope y'all have enjoyed this Sunday's Monday, and I hope that y'all had a good Father's Day. I cooked for my man yesterday. She sure did. We had some good squash. He's like, I cooked the brisket. <laughs> Only because I don't know how. So it, 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 That ain't no fair, though, because it cooked like all night. Yeah, it I had just, to babysit those squash. I know. Because they were you fried. To, you, yeah. I should have put them in the air thing. Air, <laughs> air. Just push the button. Yeah. Yeah. But they're not as good. No. Healthier, but not as good. Very much healthier. Yeah. We're getting there. We're going to get there. All right. Well, I've enjoyed it. Yeah, it was, it's, it's been, been a good, good day. Father's day. It's been a great it's weekend. Been a, yeah, it really has. It really has. Yeah. So, um, well, until next time. Let's, let's have, have tea. tea.